If you've ever been interrupted whilst eating or drinking, let's say a friend makes you laugh, you may have experienced this bit of anatomy in action. However, with things going in the wrong direction, both figuratively and literally. Laughing whilst drinking may result in nasal regurgitation, where the ingested liquid passes from your mouth, but instead of being swallowed down, it may instead enter your nose. Now, in a blaze of glory, you may shower the unlucky comedian in front of you. And this is all made possible as your nose, your oral cavity and upper aerodigestive tract are all connected. They are joined by the hollow tube-like structure that us anatomists call the pharynx. And this is the topic in the spotlight for the next five minutes. I am, of course, cheating you with this introduction, so let's start our timer. The pharynx is a conduit, a tube or passageway that colloquially is referred to as your throat. It connects the nose, the oral cavity, and ends below the mouth in the neck. Although it begins life as a single tube, it leads into two pipes in the neck, the airway and the esophagus, and we collectively call these the upper aerodigestive tract. The function of the pharynx is to direct contents that pass from the mouth and nasal cavities to their respective destination. What could go wrong, right? Well, as we mentioned above, nasal regurgitation can occur when eating and drinking. More gruesomely, when you vomit, you may have experienced said stomach contents also passing through your nose, which is grim. And you can thank your pharynx for this. Even more worrying, having a single connecting tube can also result in aspiration of your food into your lungs. But I covered this in more detail in our introduction to the larynx episode, so I won't cover it again here. Okay, so that's the basics. Let's add some detail now. Now, whilst the pharynx is one tube, it has three named subparts, and these are named after the cavity they drain. Let's look at each of these in turn and consider which structures are found where. If you have a model or an image of a sagittal head, follow along and try and identify what we're talking about. If not, use your imagination. At the posterior part of the nasal cavity, we encounter the most superior aspect of the pharynx, an area called the nasopharynx. In this area, we find the adenoids or nasopharyngeal tonsils, but also we find the eustachian tubes. These are tubes that drain the middle ear cavity with one on each side, and they allow you to equalize or pop your ears when changing altitude. You know when you're on a plane and you tend to hold your nose and blow air out of it? What you're actually doing is forcing air up into the nasopharynx and specifically up the eustachian tubes to try and equalize the pressures. Now below the nasopharynx and posterior to the oral cavity, we find the oropharynx, the part of the tube that is inferior to the nasopharynx with the transition point being the soft palate. The pharynx above the soft palate, as we said, is nasopharynx, but below it is oropharynx. Same tube, just a different name. In the oropharynx, we see the uvula, the dangly central thing you can see in the mirror if you open your mouth wide. And it is the uvula, along with a soft palate, that rises when you swallow to try and safeguard from that nasopharyngeal regurgitation we described earlier. We find more tonsils here, specifically the palatine tonsils near the palate and the lingual tonsils at the base of the tongue. And if you want more information on this, go and listen to our tonsils episode. Finally, the terminal part of the pharynx is called the laryngopharynx, also known as the hypopharynx. Oropharynx becomes laryngopharynx just below the epiglottis of the larynx, or around the level of the hyoid bone. Your laryngopharynx opens into two tubes of the aerodigestive tract, the larynx anteriorly and the esophagus posteriorly. Your larynx is kind of like a sorting hat for what goes where, and as mentioned, its function is crucial to avoid choking when you eat. Now, let's finish this soundbite by discussing what the pharynx is actually made up of. 
Well, the walls of the pharynx are made up of muscles covered in mucosa. These muscles are known as the pharyngeal constrictor muscles. We'll cover these in detail another time. However, broadly speaking, when you swallow, these muscles constrict and collapse into each other. Other muscles attaching to the pharynx and larynx also cause this area to shorten in length. But again, we'll cover those another time. The nerve responsible for innovating these actions is the vagus nerve, which is motor to these muscles we've described. You may have experienced the sensory nerve of this area in action if you've ever gagged on food. The sensory nerve to the posterior tongue and pharynx is called the glossopharyngeal nerve, which literally translates into the tongue-throat nerve, with glosso meaning tongue and pharynx being your throat. And that is it. A hopefully gentle introduction to the pharynx. Not exhaustive, but covering function, misfunction, subparts and some contents and innovation. My name is Chris Summers and I will speak to you again next time on Dissectable Meat.